Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lifetimes with Carissa Santos, the podcast. Today's episode is very special because we will be talking about pediatric cancer and Cancer Vents Philippines, which is a nonprofit organization of pediatric cancer awareness advocates whose aim is to breed proactive Filipinos to serve children who are suffering from different types of cancer. My guests for today are the founders of Cancer Vents, Mots Venturina and Matt Chavez. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Hello, Carissa. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation. I'm so excited to have you both on my podcast today. I'd like to start by asking a few questions about the two of you and the work that you do. Can you share a little bit of your background and how did the two of you meet? Okay, so let me start. <laughs> okay. Um, I and Mac met back in college. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were we were dormmates actually. But oh, what's nice. surprising is that even though um we were in the same dorm, we weren't the closest dormmates way back. Oh, okay. Yes, and then uh, that was 2009 when we were dormmates and then um, fast forward to 2013. Ah, no, 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had this birthday, Pasasalamat's Day. That's what I called it way back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the top one of my name, Mots, and Pasasalamat, which is uh, Thanksgiving. Um, right. I spent my Pasasalamat's Day uh, in a hospital here in the Philippines. It's called National Children's Hospital. And then mm-hmm. when... Uh, when I saw the need to help kids with cancer, I tapped Mac particularly to be on board in the organization that will be helping these kids with cancer in the Philippines. And thankfully, Mac said yes. And right now, we're, <laughs> we're five years. We're running for oh, wow. five years now. Yes. yes, yes. So why Mac? Number um, <laughs> one. I don't know. Actually, that's a very good question, huh? But that time, I think it was just a God's push to tap Mac to be on board with Cancer Events PH, on board with me in Cancer Events PH. Well, for one, Mac is a very creative person. I'd like to think she's the brain of our organization. Wow. Wow, yeah. Um, Apart from that, uh, since she finished business administration in UP, she will help a lot in the marketing side of the organization. So that makes her the best person to take the role of a co-founder for me. And right. of course, um, Mac is a longtime friend. And uh, I wouldn't want to start an organization without knowing who I'm on board with. <laughs> so Correct, yeah. um, I chose Mac to be with me. Wow. And she's really an ideal partner. It sounds like it. <laughs> yes, you will know later on. <laughs> <laughs> so what is Cancer Vents and what's the story behind it? Cancer Vents speech is uh, it's a portmanteau of cancer and servants. So basically, we are a group of uh, volunteers who help kids with cancer. We serve kids with cancer in the Philippines. So we started October 2, 2015, and we're turning five next month. Yes, That's so exciting. (laughs) Yes, yes. We're on our fifth year of helping kids with cancer. Can you imagine all that work that you put into it? And now it's like blossomed into this really just empowering organization for kids with cancer. 
Yes, we're so thankful with our donors, our members, our volunteers. Without them, I don't think we would last this long. But are you guys going to have a celebration? Just a mini celebration because I know with everything that's going on, it's kind of impossible to have a huge celebration to celebrate your 5th year anniversary. Mac, are we going to have a celebration? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, um, maybe. Yes, maybe. <laughs> or maybe next year would be the full-blown one. Yeah, maybe the one for next month is just like a mini one to celebrate all the accomplishments so far. Even online celebration. Right. Supposed to be, we, we would have a big, big celebration with all our chapters. But because of um, the pandemic, that might not be possible. Yes, I really hope the situation of the world is much better next year. So let's pray for that. What inspired you guys to start this organization? What was it like in the beginning? Because, you know, when you start something, whether that's a brand or a passion project that's outside of your comfort zone, there's always that fear that it might not work or that not a lot of people will care about it. What pushed you guys to keep going? I think we can speak about, I I mean, we can answer the question on a personal level. So Mm -hmm. each of us would definitely have a definite answer in that question. But let me start. Um, Okay. Definitely, the inspiration came from that day when I had the Pasasalamat's Day at the National Children's Hospital. It was so heartbreaking, mm-hmm. actually. I celebrated my birthday. I was supposed to be jolly, happy, celebratory. But then when I went there, it was really depressing, I must say. Um, mm-hmm. Kids are suffering. They don't even know they have cancer. Only their parents know about it. They have to endure different kinds of painful treatments and honestly with that kind of situation um no one would really think it would be uh impossible to heal heal mentally or emotionally so Mm -hmm. um although uh it was the sorry state of our healthcare system that i saw that day it still inspired me to do something uh, bigger than myself and big, bigger than ourselves. Uh, there, um, after that, I messaged Mac immediately, asked her if she can be on board the organization. Actually, this wasn't, I mean, we're not supposed to create an organization out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we're just supposed to launch a project, a one time, big time project that's called Pay Inc. Forward. Actually, it was right. Mac who named, who coined that term of <laughs> uh, our online option. See, Pay Inc. Forward. So um, we replaced the it with an ink because mm-hmm. we want artists, Filipino artists, to donate artworks for free. Of course, donate. Okay. <laughs> it's for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked them to donate their artworks and then we sold them online. Then the proceeds went to the medical treatment of kids with cancer. So okay. yes, and uh, out that heartbreaking day, now we have Cancer Vans PH and now we're on our fifth year. Thank God. With, with God's grace, we're with now God's on grace. our <laughs> yes. Wow. So as for me, since... I really didn't start the organization. Parang it was just presented to me. My inspiration was um, because I have a personal experience with um, being on the brink of life and death. Like I have a rare heart condition. So mm-hmm. back in 2012, I collapsed. 
they took me to the ER and then I was pronounced um, dead on arrival. But I was revived. Tapos, for a two-week period, I was in the ICU. So, I really think um, this experience changed me talaga. And because of this, I have this need to help also other people, not necessarily people with heart conditions. And right. also the year after that, my younger brother died suddenly mm-hmm. because of cardiac arrest. So, so since it's my youngest brother, so I, th- I think I always have this um, hero complex to save other people because I was not able to save my brother. So I think that is the main factor on why I said yes to MOTS. I didn't really see the whole picture yet, but I was only there because I really need an outlet because I really feel the need that I should help save kids' lives. Right, and like pay it forward. And I feel that you can also empathize with them better with with what happened. Yes, yes. Wow, you guys are very inspiring already. We're just at the beginning. Thank you. (laughs) So can you tell me about the work that your organization does and the programs you run? What causes or people does it serve? Uh, Our organization primarily helps kids with cancer. There are adults with cancer who also message us for help, but we strictly help those who are kids only. Are mm-hmm. uh, basically from infant to 17 years old. So okay. we help them with their medical treatment by conducting different fundraising projects. We also conduct pediatric cancer awareness campaigns. We want more people to know that the gold ribbon is the universal ribbon for pediatric cancer. Like as much as people mm-hmm. know that red stands for AIDS and the pink ribbon stands for um, breast cancer, we want people to know that the gold ribbon is for kids who have cancer. So that's it. And um, right now, uh, we don't have that much programs yet. We're primarily mm-hmm. working online since mm-hmm. uh, the pandemic has really made us handicapped. Right. <laughs> so, um, we are helping, right now we're helping kids get cars, going to and fro the hospital. We also give them milk boxes. Uh, during the start of the community quarantine here in the Philippines, um, we gave them grocery packages. Mm-hmm. And right now we're also asking for donations uh, for PPEs uh, mm-hmm. for the kids and their mothers because uh, some of them are still riding buses, allowed electric jeepneys going to the hospital so they really need to be protected since they are immunocompromised those are those are the things we're doing currently i love how you mentioned how you guys are giving kids transport to and from the hospital because i saw in the news how you know some people with cancer they have to walk from their homes to the hospital and getting the treatment is already such a a lot of physical pain so having to walk from the hospital back to their house i can only imagine the pain that, that they have to endure Yes, that's right. Like, it's really difficult, especially now, because mm-hmm. we have so many kids coming from Rizal, province of Rizal. And um, the kids are just really riding jeepneys going to the hospital. Like, from Rizal, they will go off at Katipunan, Quezon City. And then from Katipunan, mm-hmm. they will ride another jeepney going to E. Rodriguez, where National Children's Hospital is. So yeah. it's really difficult and it's so risky for the kids and the mothers right. themselves 
to ride the public transportation. So right now, we're calling for hero drivers. We call it hero drivers campaign. Mm -hmm. We're looking for volunteers who can lend us their cars and at the same time, drive the kids to the hospital. But sometimes, uh, if there are no volunteers, actually not sometimes, eh, oftentimes, <laughs> there are no volunteers because I would totally understand as well if uh, the drivers, the hero drivers cannot risk themselves. Right. Um, so in that case, we need to rent. We need to rent cars. And it's so costly, like really costly. Yeah, um, now, probably. Back and forth, we need to pay... 4,000. Actually, it's just 3,500 for a two-way trip. But mm-hmm. if it exceeds eight hours, we need to pay additional 500. Additional 500. And exceeds more than eight hours because the kids will have to be fetched at 5 a.m. And then mm-hmm. they need to be in the hospital by 6 or 7 because the line is long. And then the driver will have to wait for them. And then the driver will also wait for the checkup to finish or the chemo to finish. And that's right. around five or seven. And the travel time is two hours away. Oh, so I gosh. think it's um, eight hours. So we really need to pay extra. Yeah. And of course, those treatments, they, they take a while. It's not like an hour of treatment, too. That's right. Yes. So I, I love this initiative because it's heartbreaking to see them walk from their house to the hospital to get the treatment that they need. What do you consider the toughest aspect of the work that you do? Uh, I guess, as Mott said, um, it's really hard to find um, people, volunteers, mm-hmm. that, that will readily help because we're only banking on people's hearts. Um, there's no assurance if we will be able to get what we actually need since volunteerism in general is um, not an easy it's a choice it's a Mm -hmm. conscious choice so for example we have seen members come and go because um, I guess we do understand that people have different priorities and um, people Mm -hmm. have um, their own lives but I guess staying committed to the cause is um, one of the hardest things that we have to accept that not all people will be committed once they said yes. Like, it might be seasonal for some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really hard. Would you be able to share a time where you saw your organization's work make a difference? Okay, go, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess my most vivid memory of me realizing that our, our organization really makes a difference is when Mots told me the news that two of our beneficiaries are on remission and are cancer-free. Wow. So I remember when she announced it, most of us are speechless. Uh, we don't know how to react. And I guess in that moment, everything came full circle. Um, I guess I realized that I am where I should be. And it's not something I would be able to let go of personally. And um, seeing that the efforts of our team, which is actually so, so, so little compared to the battle that this kid is facing. Right. Yes, yes, that's right. And um, I guess 
More than anything, more than the money, the tangible help that we were able to give, every time we see a mother's eyes filled with hope, for people with cancer, hope really is a big thing. Hope might seem small for some people, but for the families affected with cancer, sometimes it's all they cling to. So right. I guess every time we are able to help a child, every time a child gets to hold on to his dreams, we are able to make a difference already, or we are able to say that we've done a good job. Right. What you said is very heartwarming. I feel like I'm about to cry. <laughs> um, but yes, you're right that hope is all they cling to. And, you know, children are very resilient as well. So I think what you guys are doing is just such a uh, fulfilling work. So I salute the two of you for, for doing what you do. What are your goals for the next three to five years? You know what? This pandemic has made us realize that nothing is really guaranteed. <laughs> But goals are nice, but nothing is yeah. really guaranteed. But in the next three to five years, we're looking into being able to uh, create even more intensive and aggressive pediatric cancer awareness campaigns. Like we really want to tour schools. We want yes. a school tour wherein we could tell people about the gold ribbon, the the pain of kids with cancer and how they can use their lives to affect these kids and their families as well. So that's one. Second is, um, we're hoping that one day um, we can create uh, a module that will help us navigate through the psychological aspect of helping the mothers and fathers, mm -hmm. the parents, basically, of our kids. Because it's not it's not just really about the kid eh, in this fight. Right. It's not really just about the kid, but it's also about the people rallying behind the kid, which mostly are the parents. And um, we want to create a holistic approach when it comes to helping. We, just, we don't want just giving them dole outs. Like, mm -hmm. okay, we'll have this fundraising activity, we'll have the money, and then we'll give it to them. No. We want to transcend beyond what we're just doing right now. We want to help them uh, with their mental health as well. So that's the yes. second one. And the third is, um, you know what? This is a very moonshot goal, but I mm -hmm. think we really need to start this three to five years from now. And it mm -hmm. doesn't just uh, start with the organization, Cancer Events PH. It also starts with other people, let's say the government. Here in the Philippines, I'm pretty sure you are well aware and our listeners as well are well aware that um, healthcare is not really affordable and accessible here. Or, or we cannot even call it quality healthcare. And... Mm -hmm. If you're going to visit the kids at the National Children's Hospital or uh, General Hospital, the state of the healthcare is really, really bad. Like, I'm, I'm not even afraid by saying this because it really has to be. <laughs> um, this, um, the, the, the state of our, uh, the state of healthcare being given to kids with cancer is, um, is um. It's a lens to a broader problem, which is the inaccessible and unaffordable 
healthcare in the Philippines. So we hope that by being an organization vocal about that, we can create a campaign that will shed light on that. And hopefully we can tap legislators um, or government officials in general who can... Um, who can tangibly and concretely address this kind of problem. Because uh, before, um, I do believe um, there have been a lot of cancer organizations who have been lobbying different kinds of bills to our legislators to, to help in the funding of the medical treatment of cancer patients in general here in the Philippines. And until now, there hasn't been anything substantial passed. So I hope that um, by being brave enough to face this big C, Yes, we're also brave enough to um, to know where we should help. So I think we could start from here. I also love how you mentioned the holistic approach because their parents are also going through a really hard time and they need that like coping strategies to deal with what their child is going through. And also you mentioned how how bad the healthcare system is, which is already evident. So I don't know why the government yeah. doesn't see that. It's it's real and it's happening. And I wish they would focus more on that and pay attention to all these causes and yeah. To, yeah, to people indeed. who are getting these treatments. Indeed, because there are really many poor families here in the Philippines who are in need of quality healthcare. And um, it's just not really a fight for kids with cancer. This is a fight for the Filipino people. And if we're going to be brave enough to address this problem, um, our angels in heaven will be celebrating. Right. I, I totally agree with what you said. What is the hardest decision the organization has had to make recently? And how did you evaluate the trade-offs involved? Biggest decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Every day is a big decision, actually. Because every day mm-hmm. we have to ask ourselves, do we still want to do this? Actually, cancer... Just by hearing the word cancer. It's so heavy, you know. You know <laughs> whom you're up against. Yes. You're up against something bigger than you. And mm-hmm. every day is really a big decision because you really have to ask yourself, really want to do this still, albeit all the present circumstances in your life. Like Mac, mm-hmm. my co-founder, She's a businesswoman. She is studying right now as well. I am studying. I have work. And you know what? Both of us have different preoccupations, honestly. And so Mm -hmm. um, I have nothing to say that's big enough, like a one-time, big-time, big decision to make. But saying yes to still run the organization is a big decision to decide on. Right. It's a big commitment. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Is there anything that you wish more people knew about cancer vents? I guess um, that we are more than just an organization that is helping um, children with cancer. Actually, more than anything, um, we want to be able to form a community of people that is conscious to the needs of others. Yes. I, um, yes. I think... Yeah. Lalana in this day and age, the social media markets on self-fixation 
Um, we should care about ourselves. Don't think about we should love ourselves. Right, all about, that self care yes, yes. stuff. <laughs> um, I hope cancer vans will be able to grow a community or be an avenue of movers that live outside of themselves or of people, so we can be an inspiration for people to genuinely care for others. It may not be an overnight um, thing that. If you wake up, you will be, uh, you decided to volunteer. But I think continuously doing what we're doing, um, we are able to make an impact. Even if it means some people or one person might read a tweet or one person might read an IG post. Um, mm-hmm. Because I believe that we are all impacting someone regardless if we want or not. <laughs> Right. We have that influence. Yeah, in we have the influence. So I think that's what I want people to know about organizations, that it's not solely about the disease. It's not solely right. a- about um, just helping people with cancer because it's beyond that. It's way, way beyond that. How empowering. I, I love everything you said. So if you don't mind me asking, I'd like to better understand how you guys are funded. Uh, you already mentioned some of the programs that you you guys do earlier. Currently, what are your most urgent needs? Um, as Mott said, there is the Hero Drivers campaign where mm-hmm. um, we ask f- for volunteer drivers to help our beneficiaries go from go for um, for their chemotherapy um, sessions. Uh, mm-hmm. So we really need volunteers for that. Even if we spread the message through social media, the message doesn't really come across. So we want to repeat and repeat it. So yeah, uh, it doesn't hurt if we um, announce it again that need hero drivers. And I guess we are continuously looking for blood donors since our beneficiaries and cancer patients in general literally need blood to be able to live. Um, sometimes right. the thin line of, I guess, being alive is just a drop of blood away. And mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of guidelines before you you are able to donate blood, but I hope people would consider consider helping and donating blood because it really is the lifeline of these kids. If they want to donate blood, um, they could message us so we could link them to the National Children's Hospital Blood Bank. Mm-hmm. And if they just want to go on their own, they can actually go to any hospital and go to the blood bank of that hospital and um, donate their blood. Okay, perfect. Because I know a lot of people are scared to go to the hospital right now because of COVID. Yes, actually. Yeah, that's right. Currently, where do most of your funding come from? Our funding come from, uh, number one, individuals. We have people who constantly give us donations, monetary donations, but they're not much. And um, second is, there are groups who help us as well. Like, like, let's say, every Christmas or start of the year, uh, they hold celebrations. And then instead of exchanging gifts... Um, they they just collect money from the team members and donate it to cancer vans. Then yes. third, 
we also try to create our own merchandise. Then we yes. sell them online and proceeds will go to kids with cancer. So those, oh, those really are the ways we we get to fund the medical treatment and other needs of kids with cancer here in the Philippines. I guess that's not cheap. <laughs> Let me add that um, we will also be doing paying forward this year. Yes. Um, okay. So um, we're all. Um, if you're listening and if you're an artist, uh, we are inviting you to the six paying forward, um, which is our online art. Uh, artwork auction for the benefit of kids with cancer. So what's different this time is um, we're actually doing it all in Filipino because we want to celebrate um, Filipino strength and courage. Yes. So um, wow. every artwork or, cal- or calligraphy, if calligraphy, we encourage for them to make um a calligraphy artwork using Filipino quotes, maybe from songs, poems. Uh, and if it is um, a painting, watercolor, um, it should be an artwork that um, shows Filipino strength and courage. Yes, that's right. That. So how do you mobilize others around your mission? Well, basically, we uh, post on our social media channels uh, calling mm-hmm. for volunteers, for members. And um, before this pandemic, we get to meet up with them because we hold actual orientations. Um, mm-hmm. uh, then from there, we assign them to uh, different units within the organization based on their competency and based on their comfortability. So we have, right. uh, we have marketing, we have social media management, we have volunteer and members recruitment we also have creatives unit so uh those are the units within the organization and they can go whatever they feel comfortable to be in where they're mm-hmm. competent in um when i and map go to different events let's say we're invited to talk to a particular symposium um our listeners would approach us after the talk and then uh, tell us that they want to volunteer, they want to become a member. And also the artists from Pay Inc. Forward, um, uh-huh. uh, some of them became our members also. So um, that's how we get our members and volunteers. And from there, uh, we craft projects together, we ideate together on how we can better help kids with cancer in the Philippines. We also have chapters in Cebu. And Batangas, they're well working. They help kids with cancer who are confined in the provincial hospitals of their provinces. So Mm -hmm. somehow, because of our chapters, we get to help kids with cancer, not just here in Manila, but also in the provinces and nearby provinces, Batangas and Cebu. Oh, wow. So you guys are kind of all over now, not just in Manila. That's yes, really good. We have chapters, and hopefully, after this pandemic, we can expand. Yes. We have other provinces in the pipeline who, who want that want to create a chapter within their province. So, we hope that one day we can visit them and orient them ourselves. Yeah, that's exciting. I can't wait for that to happen. Every province should have a chapter of cancer friends. Oh, thank you so yes. much. God willing, we'll have more chapters, more people would know that 
kids can also have cancer and the more members meaning more help for kids with cancer children have they have such a bright future and and I think that Cancer Vince is really doing more than just advocating for them. So I really appreciate you guys. I don't know how to express my gratitude uh, thank for you what so you guys much. do. Thank you. you know what, Karita? This is really a, a thankless job. But uh, people like you really fuel us to go on. So thank you so much because because of people like you who give us channels or avenue to talk about things that matter. Um, we are fueled even more. Well, it needs to be heard. Thank you so, so much. So thank you guys. Um, what do you think would make the greatest difference in helping your organization get better at what it does? Internally, we would get better if we would be able to manage better. Because I I can honestly say I really need help with managing people. And mm-hmm. um, of course, this is not just about delegating tasks, but also how to... Uh, manage different people who have different um, competencies, different uh, characters. So, well, no one has been born a leader. <laughs> we all know right. that. Like, that's, I think that's the vulner- vulnerable part of me. Like, I'm not really born a leader. So, mm-hmm. running this organization for five years, um, I think we really need, um, we, we still have a lot of things to learn. On. Right, it's quite overwhelming too, I guess, for yeah, you guys, because yeah. a lot and of people depend on you. Yes, yes, that's right. So that's for the internal part, but for mm-hmm. the external part, I think we need more. Honestly, we really need more hearts to to help, and hearts that will not experience compassion fatigue, because right. with an organization that's emotionally and physically draining, uh, we really need to protect. Also, our future members or volunteers from compassion fatigue because you know what? When I mean before this pandemic, when volunteers or members go to the hospital and visit the kids, they can mm-hmm. help but cry. They will go to a corner and then they will cry because of what they saw. Um, they cannot stand the the look of the kid mm-hmm. after chemo, and you know. I and Mac aren't psychologists or um, psychiatrists. We right. we ourselves do not know how to navigate on this. But um, mm-hmm. with God's grace, really, and with God's strength, here we are turning five next month. And uh, we can only hope for for better ways of doing things. And, and of course, for our learnings to be uh, instilled in us so that we could avoid the mistakes of the past. Actually, wow, that's amazing. Can mm-hmm. I add something? Yeah, yeah. Um I don't want to get technical, but I just thought that uh since we are a non-profit organization, but we're actually not SEC registered yet. Yes, that's So right. I guess that would make the greatest difference and it would open a lot of opportunities for us once we get SEC registered. But yeah. um Getting a SEC registered is really hard because um, apparently we need to have 1 million pesos in our bank account. Oh, wow. For us to be able to get ourselves registered as a nonprofit organization. So, mm-hmm. um, before the pandemic, we actually have an ongoing campaign called the Fighter Fund. The Fighter Fund, which. Mm-hmm. In the hopes that we would reach the 1 million for us to get SEC registered. But 
um, since the pandemic happened, COVID happened, we prioritized giving our beneficiaries their um, needs first. Like, I guess we are back to zero regarding this one, but um, hopefully in the near future, we would get ourselves set registered since um, there are a lot of companies actually willing to donate, willing to help, mm-hmm. but one of their requirements is um, we should be set registered because they can't give out checks addressed to our name specifically it has to be right. under the name of the organization the yeah yes, so i guess definitely. getting set registered would um really make us better in terms of opportunities that will open if let's pray for that we, we need to make that happen so you guys can help more children yes yes hopefully We'll be able to raise that one million, or maybe someone listening to us will be giving us one million. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay, so the work that you do is very fulfilling. How has it changed the two of you? Oh wow! <laughs> wow, That's a very loaded question. question. <laughs> yes. How has it changed us? Um. First, let me speak about my friendship with Matt. Wow. <laughs> things lighter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If there's one thing that I'm really thankful of, um, it's that it was Matt, who is my co-founder. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, um, I think it, with this kind of stressful organization, it means a lot that you have a partner who understands you, who yeah. will point out something to you if you're not doing something right and someone who would hold the fort for you. And that yes. what, that's what Mac did for me. Not just Aww. as a co-founder, but as my <laughs> best friend. And that's so sweet. you know what? I don't think I would be the person I am now if not because of how Mac um, treated me as her best friend. Na- yes, Helping kids with cancer would really be a life-changing experience. But it's mm-hmm. another thing when you're doing something for others with someone beside you. So I think um, uh, this organization has really paved the way to who my real best friend is. So, uh, so that's why. <laughs> so, uh, well, on a personal level, naman, it really stretched my capacity, I must say. Mm-hmm. Like, in ways I never knew it could be stretched. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do I regret sustaining this organization with MAP? No. But mm-hmm. I will not deny the fact that it has been really hard and rough. But at the end of the day, um, when I see a kid with cancer, with breath in his or her lungs, when I see a kid with cancer with a beating heart, when I see a kid with cancer who's smiling, who wouldn't want to say yes to running this organization for another day, mm-hmm. right? So right. Um, basically, that's it. Uh, that, that's lovely. Everything that you said is just, it's amazing. I guess I have to reciprocate naman. <laughs> but seriously, um, as Mott said, we really didn't start off as best friends agad. Mm-hmm. I guess we're just um, friends. Friends because we are doormates. And then, um, Cancer Vans really is the glue that 
I guess forced us to be best friends, but no regrets. But <laughs> how did it change me? I think for one, I was struck with the reality that um, I guess it's a hard pill to swallow that we can't save everyone as much as we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. We may have all the money in the world. We may have like an increasing amount of donations, but we realize that we can't play God. Uh, right. We can't decide who gets to live and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And even deciding who gets, for example, um, who gets the help. Because ideally, no one is sicker than the other. All of them are right. fighting the same big, ugly disease, which is cancer. So I guess we have learned to accept those realities. And I guess it, it may be harsh, but I think... I learned to compartmentalize my emotions because um, if you're in this organization, it will be an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Actually, we are advised not to get too close to patients. Don't get too emotionally attached, they said. Right. And honestly, it will be hard not to be emotionally attached if, if that's the work you do. You talk to the mm-hmm. mom every day. You talk to yeah. the child every day. Yeah. But I think until now, we're still learning how to how to detach ourselves. But mm-hmm. we've grown emotionally because of this organization. And yeah. um, from a two-man team, me and Mots, mm-hmm. through the years, we have... Uh, made um i guess a little family of members who were strangers before but but right. now we consider a family mm-hmm. and um for someone like me who's an introvert i can't really approach someone easily so mm-hmm. um cancer has been a blessing for me like meeting new people uh learning about their lives and um I guess through their stories, um, it changed me. And um, as I've said before, my inspiration was like my brother and be- because I also encountered um, a life in that experience. But mm-hmm. but in the end, um, I realized that we all have different motivations and like mods, it doesn't really have to be something gut-wrenching. Yes. It may be as simple as going to an outreach and that urge will come. So the way I see it, um, Cancer Vance has changed me in how I see people and in how I I became more empathetic to people's um, battles, especially the kids. And as an organization, we've grown through social media and through um, the word of mouth from people that we've helped and through right. the, through that we have fostered successful partnerships and collaborations with also other organizations and sometimes brands and it is all because of people's hearts people's hearts that are willing to help so mm-hmm. and that is still what we are banking on until today in a way it has grown so much, but the core remains the same. I love that. And uh, you know what? Even though you can't save everyone, I'm sure the families will remember how much cancer events have 
touched their lives and how Cancer Events was, was there for them during all of the tough situations that they've been through. Yes, like yes. Um, at the end of the day, it's not really about how much money we have in the bank, but mm-hmm. how remembered we are by the kids while they're yeah. here on earth or if uh, they already went to heaven. It means so much to us when uh, we leave them something to remember. That's all that really matters. It's like your legacy, right? <laughs> yes. So my last question is, what is your ultimate goal for Cancer Vents? Ultimate goal? (laughs) Whenever goal is being asked, like, I react this way, right? (laughs) Right, right. Um, Goal is, um, hopefully, you know what? It really, it will really help us a lot if we can get the sec registration done. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a reachable goal, but it's a one-shot goal. But um, <laughs> I think I said something, it was contradicting. Moonshot and reachable. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it can be done. It's going to be hard, but it's still a goal. And we hope that, uh, not really a goal, but a prayer. Can it mm-hmm. be something that, that's yeah, not a goal? Yeah, definitely. But I hope Go for there it. will be cancer cure one day. I really hope so too. Don't you find it ironic that we would love to celebrate anniversaries or anniversaries, but um, our existence um, signifies that there's their cancer. Right. <laughs> so um, it may be weird to say, but I hope one day there wouldn't be a need for a cancer org anymore <laughs> because there oh, would be that's the goal or, right <laughs> like there would be cure or uh, cure for the kids for all kinds of cancer already like of course there are also people who message us on facebook facebook or instagram or send us an email saying that they need help but the patient is an adult and of course mm. it's really heartbreaking to to read um financial requests like that so Right. Um, generally, oh my God! Like, Lord, please, <laughs> cancer, <Yes. laughs> cancer cure, please. More doctors to research on cancer cure. More scientists to be funded, in order for this um kind of curse to evaporate. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's why I still can't understand why Cynthia Villar thinks research is not. Uh, important you know it's research that will help us find a cure for these kinds of diseases yes 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 but yeah thank you Mots, for shedding light on research and uh, cure for cancer well thank you mac and Mots, for your time for sharing your organization's mission and for advocating for pediatric cancer in the philippines i can't wait to see it bloom even more thank, thank you so, so much. much as well and i hope that more and more people will listen to life dimes as well i've heard some of your podcast episodes oh and thank you <laughs> Um, uh, they, they are really very informative and a lot of people will learn about adulting because of life oh thank so, you so much I hope more and more <laughs> listeners will discover your podcast thank you so much thank you thank you would you like to share your social media accounts and our website for those who want to donate volunteer and know more about cancer events you can um, reach us at www.cancervents.org in that website there's also the link where you can donate and also um we have our paypal account there where you can easily donate and you can also message us on facebook and on instagram both at cancervents ph yes that's right yes 
So to those listening, please, please, if you have any extra uh, money that you would like to donate, a little goes a long way. So please do check out their website. Again, thank you so much, Mots and Mac. That's it for today. I hope that we were able to inspire you in this episode. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.